Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Might I recommend, now that your young person has walked across that stage, you get them over to Leon Taylor and get them to their career services division. That's right. In this economy, even though jobs are plentiful, it won't help you if you don't look the part. So at Leon Taylor Career Services Division, they got the perfect thing that your young man or young lady needs to get them off into the world of work and at very reasonable and affordable prices. And heck, who knows? You might even see something for yourself if you're looking for a new job. So swing on by Leon Tailoring, their Career Services Division, Larry Norm, Kim, and Judy, always glad to help you out. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. So Governor, the uh, president uh, handing down several executive actions on abortion access, abortion services. How does that change the game for what the state legislature is working on? I mean, what about uh, regulations and crossing state lines? I know the model legislation had some language on that. Well, we're obviously taking a deep dive every single day. We are, the legislature is, we are in constant communication with them. Uh, we'll see what bills come out of the House and or Senate, bill or bills. Uh, you'll have to ask them um, how many, if more than one. But obviously when it comes to the legalities and the um, and all the details that will be in that bill, um, that's to be determined. And right now, understandably, which I appreciate, uh, the legislative members and leaders are listening and learning and doing deep dives in these cases that are unfolding around the country. That's why I said a week or so ago, it may be to our benefit uh, what happens on the federal level, what happens on the state level around the country for us to come in on the 25th and have enough time ahead uh, to land this. Does the case of the 10-year-old uh, girl from Ohio who had to come here for an abortion because she was raped change the metric at all? Well, the details and the legality of that um, is, is obviously not for me to share. Uh, I would direct you toward DCS, and it will ultimately land in the um, area where the crime may have occurred. Um, and so this is a horrific uh, example, um, but the details are yet to be, and they won't be shared by me. Governor, are you comfortable requiring a teenage rape victim to have a, a baby, a child? Uh, I am reserving common until we see a bill. That does not mean, as I've seen printed, uh, that I am not involved in the discussions with the legislative, again, members and leaders. Um, obviously, I called the session uh, for a different reason, for uh, giving a billion back now and not, and not waiting. And so that is where I will squarely be focused in terms of my agenda, but I will continue to work with the members in the legislature. And I suspect we'll know, obviously, before the 25th when they get there, when they file bills. And that's when um, more than just myself, but folks will start to weigh in on um, what they believe should be in or shouldn't. Very rarely do bills of this complexity and this um, emotionally charged issue end up where they start. And I have been heartened um, by the thoughtfulness uh, and the conversations that I have had with numerous people that are taking a full view of this and willing to, to really um, review all the facts. What would you when you say that you're... Republican Party, are you comfortable saying where you stand on any exception? I am, I am 
comfortable saying, I want to make progress to protect innocent life. And I will continue to be. That's just who I am. I have stated in the past when I reviewed bills that made it through the process, I checked my conscience. Um, I'm not going to veer from that. Uh, But the bill will evolve, I believe, from day one to the the final day that it uh, makes it to my desk. When you say that you're in conversation with the legislature about this, does that involve laying down markers of... No, and I said in Columbus, I, I, let me clarify, I said a red line, and, and some interpreted that to mean um, anything goes. I, I would never approach any issue that way. What, what I meant was I have not laid out any ultimatums to say this is what should be in or shouldn't be in or can be in or couldn't be in for me. What we have agreed upon is to listen and learn and then come together during this special session. I want to get my um, billion dollars back into the hot hands of Hoosiers as soon as possible. I'd like to take care of that first and foremost. Uh, and I'll, I'll be um, looking forward to seeing that bill get filed as well. And this uh, issue will require, again, a very transparent, thoughtful process uh, that I think Hoosiers, our state, deserves. We One say it's a, we want a transparent process. Yeah. You know, it's been months now since it became clear what the rule. Mm. And, and is it uh, that, why is that's there more been something? Your well, when the opinion I mean, was when leaked, the, yeah, uh, why wasn't something? Because I didn't bank on leaks. Or you know, do you think uh, there should have been? I think a lot of people got serious. I think a lot of people got religion when. Uh, the, the when the decision came out mm-hmm. and said, I better really bone up on how complex this issue really is. And I think it, it's, it deserves it. Obviously, this has uh, been 50 years in the making. The court ruled on a constitutional issue, and which I agree with that outcome that it should go to the states. I don't, I don't think it's I don't think we're done on the federal front, uh, but that's for another day. Um, but people are putting in the time. To, to hear from their constituents, and they are, and that's a good thing on this issue or any other, especially in a condensed time period. Are Indiana Republicans simply not in agreement about what kind of abortion ban they want? Well, we're not drones. I mean, we, we, I mean, we have opinions, and they differ, right? And, and that's good. And we can learn from one another. And there's two sides to the aisle, and both sides deserve to be heard. And I, and I think and I hope that we can do this in a thoughtful way. Just yelling and shouting at each other is not going to persuade anyone. And you probably won't learn if you're not listening. And this really presents an opportunity for us uh, to deal with an issue where um, it's probably unrealistic to think that we'll, we'll make 100% people happy or 90 or 80 or 70 or 60, but that doesn't mean we can shirk our responsibility or our duty per the court's decision. One of the executive orders that Garrett referenced is one saying, as far as we're concerned, federal law says life of the mother has to be an exception. Is is that a valid legal opinion, whether it is or not? Is that something that should be part of the Indiana? It it, it will be all part of uh, our briefings and the legislative um, process as well. But I'm not, I'm not going to comment today on what the bill is going to look like 
before it's filed. So There's clarify. been talk about more social uh, support for yeah. mothers, uh, free free adoption. I think that's payments. a no-brainer. Is that is, is that something Would, they should be trying to spend money on right now? I do, think so. Do you think that's something the legislature will be taking up? I hope so. Support? I hope so. Um, and, and I say that, and I feel comfortable commenting on it because I would have included many of these things in my budget proposal next year. And, um, you know, by the end of this month, looking at you, um, no later than the end of this month, last day, 31st of July, I should have the governor's public health commission recommendations. And while that will speak to the system and the operations and the structure and how we're efficient in delivering public health services, um, this is a complement to that and would have been in January as well. So we should um, not pretend that it's not related in this decision. We have programs that work. We have programs that are in dire need of more resources, including funding, and this would be the time. Last question, last question. And by the way, I don't, last comment or last (laughs) question? question. Um, (laughs) By the way, why it's a short session and it's a non-budget session, uh, we we have um, ample precedent that we're willing to take on big issues that have fiscal price tags in short sessions. This just being shorter than a this being a special session shorter than a short session. But when you think about last year when we addressed uh, personal income taxes, or you think about cutting property taxes, we did that in a short session. So I'm comfortable if that's where you were going. I'm comfortable with um, dealing with financial issues. Um, initiatives that carry a price tag in a short or special session. Speaking of financial price tags, I'm hearing from legislators in both parties that they want something in the form of a rebate for people who don't file taxes. Yeah, is that something we're looking and, and we're looking into it. And and I've said from day one, I think um, I think the uh, idea that we laid out is the fastest, fairest way. Um, that allows the Hoosier taxpayer themselves to devote it toward gas or groceries or back to school or you name it, fill in the blank. Um, but if there's a better idea out there that will give relief now, we just solved, you know, 8.8% inflation, more a 40-year record high. Uh, we need it now, not later. And the way that our uh, law is set up, that we're, we're either going to give a rebate now or later. And why would we wait? This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.